Hey, hey, super gluers. Welcome back to the super glue podcast. If you are like me, you are the super glue to so many holding it all together. Hey, friends, I hope you are enjoying the beautiful weather. I know I love this sunshine, and I also love time to learn more about my brain and why it works the way it does so that I can use it to its full capacity. So, hey, this is your chance to sit back and relax, share in a morning prayer, and get ready to choose calm today. Now, I don't know if you're like me, but sometimes I procrastinate, and it makes me frustrated with myself, and we're going to talk a little bit today about getting ready to stall, right? Like it's like that on your mark, get ready, get set, stall. And it happens to all of us. You know, that is so true. It's okay. It happens to all of us. And some of us are better at getting things done than others. Some of us procrastinate more than others, but I think we're all going to procrastinate at some point in our lives because it's normal, right? And when we talk about procrastination, We may need this message for ourselves, or we may need it to be more empathetic and caring towards someone else and maybe share the brain science with them. So, you know, sometimes in life we, we get these boosts of energy and, and we get really excited and that's our dopamine. That's like, all right, I'm excited. I want to do what I got to get done. So let's say you were applying for a new job and you had like a lot of excitement about it. You're going to get that resume done because you just are so motivated, right? So you're going to, Make sure that your resume looks really good. And, and then when it's time for the interview, you're going to, you know, think about your outfit and you're going to end up, you know, really making sure that you do everything that you need to do, even when the nerves are flowing and get that nervous energy because you're motivated. You have the dopamine going, right? And some of us, by the way, don't fall into the category of listening to that voice that's telling us it is time to rev up and do something new, like apply for a new job or, or just do something new that we need to do. Um, and so, you know, sometimes we fall into patterns, even if we're motivated, we can still fall into patterns of not doing what we set out to do. And this is true, like with exercise and eating better. And, you know, sometimes we are super motivated. We're like, all right, this is the date. Like I am going to start, I'm going to go buy all the healthy food. And then I just don't do it, you know, or I get home from work and I'm just too tired to work out. And I just want to sit in front of the TV and I want to order fast food. I want DoorDash to come and take away my troubles, you know, and that happens to us as well. So it's not just that we need motivation. There's more going on in the brains than that. And sometimes we will say to ourselves, okay, I'll start tomorrow. And then we later, you know, mentally beat ourselves up because here we are procrastinating again. And we wonder like, why does this keep happening? Now, super gluer, you are not a bad person. You are not lazy or unmotivated. But I want to talk to you a little bit about what's going on and why we procrastinate. There are a few reasons why we do this. One of the biggest ones is perfectionism. Some of the reason why we just don't jump in and get done what we need to get done is because we are perfectionists and we have this fear of failure or fear of criticism. And we don't want to just go do what we know we need to go do because we know it might be hard. And we know getting started is hard. Usually that first step is the hardest step. And we know that maybe it's something that we have to do that is going to give us a better outcome, but we're worried about the criticism or we're worried about not getting it all right. And guess what? That is normal. 
You can stop blaming yourself or telling yourself about you're a bad person because guess what? Your brain is actually wired to procrastinate. What? What do you mean? So I'm not saying that procrastinating is good. I'm just helping you understand that you have this unconscious zone in the brain and it's the limbic system and it decides that oftentimes what we need to go get done is just too hard. It's that part of the brain that's saying to you, you don't have to do it right now. This is going to be hard. It's okay. Don't do it because it's just going to be too hard and you're not going to like the emotions that you have to feel to go do that hard thing. Now, the prefrontal cortex, which is a much more recently evolved part of the brain, likes to plan and it likes to do what's best for you. So, If you say you're going to exercise now because you want to look better when you go on vacation in June, then you'll get the job done. You will actually listen to that prefrontal cortex because it's logically speaking. It's telling you, if I do this now, I will have a reward or payoff later. Or speaking of that new job, I get really tired of being at my job. I don't like it. I want something different for myself. So I'm going to go after that new job. And the prefrontal cortex is really great and strong at helping us to plan and forecast the future. But here's the thing. The two parts of our brain like to battle it out a lot. And the limbic system, mm, that limbic system wins oftentimes because It will tell us that we can wait until tomorrow and it's okay. The limbic system isn't bad, by the way. There's a lot of, you know, really good things about our limbic system. So we're not going to, you know, beat up our limbic system, (laughs) you know. It tells you the things like not to put your hand on a hot stove. It's the part of uh, the brain system where the amygdala sits. So it's where you flee uncomfortable situations. It gives you your basic inner survival instincts. and, And guess what? It can even help you with mood repair. So we love our limbic system. It does a lot for us, but it is the part of the brain that sometimes causes us to procrastinate. And there's some really good research from a professor at Carleton University, and he talks about this idea of the prefrontal cortex being a newer yet weaker portion of the brain. So It allows you to integrate information and make decisions. And we love learning this because it's the part of the brain that really separates us from animals. We are, you know, not just controlled by stimulus like animals are. We can actually stop and think and we can, you know, make reasonable decisions. And so I love knowing more and more and more about my prefrontal cortex because it's that part of the brain. It's located right behind the forehead and it, it gets the job done. It, it's, it's awesome. You know, it's like that, that part of the brain that gets you kicking into gear. And the moment you're not consciously engaged in a task, your little limbic system likes to take over. It wants to give you what feels good in that moment. And that's why you procrastinate because the limbic system is like, it's okay, sweetie. <laughs> you can, you can do it tomorrow. It's where, you know, we have this idea of uh, emotion. And, you know, we want to do what feels good in a particular moment. And sometimes in that moment, it feels good just to procrastinate, right? So now that you get it and you know, okay, it's a battle between the limbic system and my prefrontal cortex, that's all it is. 
we can retrain our brains to act differently. And when we find difficult or unpleasant emotions, things that we really don't want to tackle or things that we really just don't want to do, we can draw on our prefrontal cortex. Now, how do we do that? Well, first, we need to be aware of our triggers. What triggers us? What makes us get a little lazy? What is that trigger that causes us to not do what we're supposed to do? And then help us understand, you know, what is the trigger that is going to actually help us to do what we're supposed to do, what we want to do and get the reward? Like what is the reward that we will get? And seeing that so much in the forefront of our brains. And I will tell you all, oh my gosh, I have written two books now. I'm excited about that. I just re-released a second edition of my book, Facing Cancer. And I really did that to rebrand the front cover and get it out because I'm also working on a second book that's coming out and I'm really excited. It's coming out from ASCD um, somewhere around November, December, and it's on cultivating a calmer classroom. And through the writing of that book, I learned that I had to work so hard to fight the limbic system that was like, you can do it tomorrow. And y'all, it was one of the most grueling things I've ever done was writing that second book. And the first book was a little easier because it was more emotion-based and I was getting my story out and it was a way of me healing in a lot of ways. So there was like instant reward. You know, I could have like an instant payoff every time I wrote a piece of that memoir. This other book, it's it's scientific. There's a lot of research that went into it. And then I also needed to ensure that it was engaging and included a lot of activities and It was so tough, you guys. It was so hard to write. And I'm really proud of how it's turned out. But I had to keep thinking about the long-term reward because there wasn't an initial reward happening for me in that immediate moment. Now, there would be a reward if I said to myself, like, when you get to chapter four, you can celebrate by doing X, Y, and Z. So I would set up some rewards for myself. But the reward won't come until the book is actually published and out. And I'm going to be so excited. I know. I'm going to be so proud. I know when that happens. But it was one of the most grueling things that I went through because I just wanted to procrastinate and not get it done. So now that we understand this a little bit more, we've got to start putting systems in place to get the prefrontal cortex to stay active and excited. Okay. So let's talk about exercise. You have got to schedule it, friends. If it is not scheduled, it is not going to get done. I don't know anybody that exercises regularly because they just feel like it all the time and they just go and do it. Maybe there is somebody out there. I just don't know those people. I know people who are like me that are consistent because they schedule it. And for me, if I don't schedule my exercise every single week, I look at the calendar, I look at what I have for the week, and I make that a priority of fitting in, even if it's only going to be 30 minutes, and it usually is only that, 30 minutes, four times a week is my goal. I am committed to that, and I have practiced it so much that now it's second nature to me, but it still requires me to write it down on the calendar. And if we have something like, you know, a term paper or some assignment that we have to get done, we have to be mindful of how it's going to feel when we are done with it, right? We're going to feel accomplished and excited. 
And so it's not about beating ourselves up for procrastinating, but it is about making sure that we are so clear on what our goals are. And we remember that we feel bad when we procrastinate, but we feel really incredible and amazing when we will let the prefrontal cortex do its job and let the frontal cortex win that next battle. So in conclusion, what we need to do is think about the rewards that come and understand this is all scripture based. In fact, our brains were made in the image of God for us to be able to be disciplined disciples. In Hebrews 12, 11, it says, for the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. For in that moment, right, y'all, we feel the discipline is painful, but later our Lord promises the peace of righteousness, the peaceful fruit of righteousness, because we have trained the mind. And James 4, 17 says, so whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it for him is a sin, meaning we don't want to feel the negative emotions associated with procrastinating because We know that we are called to live out a life in which we are productive. We are citizens in which we are disciplined and we are contributing to the world. And that means that we need to sometimes get up and get her done, just like Larry, the cable guy would say. (laughs) Okay. On that note, we are going to get ready for our morning prayer. Father God, thank you so much for giving us a beautiful mind. Sometimes, Lord, it is hard for me to understand what is going on in that brain of mine. And I imagine every super gluer feels that way as well. But if we understand that we can overcome the emotions that tell us to stay on the couch or be lazy or not take that first step by utilizing our frontal cortex, by utilizing the part of our brains that make us human, that allow us to get things done and have discipline and control, then we can live a healthier, happier, more fulfilled life. Thank you for designing us this way. Thank you for being there for us when we don't feel like doing what we are supposed to do, what we are called to do, what we need to get up and do, allow us to remember that a quick prayer to you can change everything and give us all the motivation we need. And on that note, super glowers, have a great day and choose calm today. Bye for now. <music>